Jane is an all-in-one practice management software that offers a fully integrated payment solution called Jane Payments. Although the world of payment processing can be complex, Jane Payments was built to help make things as simple as possible to help you get paid. And it's easy to get started. Here's how. Head to jane.app payments to book a one-on-one -on -one demo with a member of Jane's support team. This can give you a better sense of how Jane Payments can integrate with your practice by seeing some popular features in action. If you know you're ready to get started, you can sign up for Jane, use the code wellness1mo for a one-month grace period while you settle in. Once you're in your new Jane account, you can flip the switch on for Jane Payments at any time, ideally as soon as you get started so you can take advantage of Jane's time and money saving features. It only takes a few minutes and you can start processing online payments right away. Jane's promise to you is transparent rates and unlimited support from a team that cares. As health and wellness providers, we know that better patient outcomes require a whole person, multidisciplinary approach that we just can't provide on our own. That's why I've started the Wellness Center Creators Podcast. I'll be bringing you interviews with experts, tips, tricks, secrets, resources, systems, and solutions so that you don't have to reinvent the wheel. And creating your wellness center won't feel like starting over. Good morning and welcome back to Wellness Center Creators, the podcast where we explore the world of wellness and health businesses. I'm your host, Kendall Hagenson, and today we have an incredible guest joining us, Eunicia Perret. Eunicia is an accomplished wealth strategist and business owner with over 15 years of experience in the financial services industry. Today's episode is all about taking control of your financial future and avoiding the pitfalls of cookie cutter retirement plans. Did you know that 60 to 70% of your money is being left to chance? Well, Eunicia is here to show us how to eliminate this problem and become financially empowered. But what happens if you don't take the steps to secure your financial future? Eunicia will shed light on the consequences of not taking control and share some immediate steps you can take to have a sense of power over how you grow your wealth. One of the key aspects that we'll talk about today is the importance of a quarterback approach to finances. Unicia believes that the client's financial team should work in unison to minimize financial leakage, and she'll explain why this collaboration is so crucial. Throughout the show, we'll explore why people don't often realize the potential they have to keep more of what they earn. And Unicia will share her expertise on this matter. We'll also discuss the top three things you can do to overcome lost time and start building a solid financial plan. So without further ado, let's dive into this fascinating conversation with Eunicia Perret. Eunicia, welcome to Wellness Center Creators. Hey, Kendall. So good to be here. That was uh, that was quite the intro. <laughs> How many times can I say your name in the introduction? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> well... Uh, the introduction is based on how amazing you are, and I'm really excited to talk to you. So let's jump right in. I know money is a, always a hot topic for business owners, and especially in the healthcare industry, and retirement plans might not even be on people's radar. So 
But let's start with this idea of a cookie cutter plan. And can you explain what that is and how it might be negatively impacting people's retirement? Absolutely. Kendall, when I think of cookie cutter plans, what jumps to mind, especially in the context of our conversation here today, are two different types of cookie cutter plans. The first and probably the worst of the cookie cutter plans is when individuals, they they set some money aside towards their um, retirement plan, be it IRA, 401k, 403b, whatever that may look like. And on the other side, it may be individuals or it may be cookie cutter plans where individuals are working with some sort of a financial team, or they are maybe uh, brokering and doing their transactions, their investments on their own, following some sort of an approach that they might have found online or, you know, are following what somebody else has told them to do. Both of these are equally as dangerous. The first one is probably even more dangerous because individuals don't really have any kind of support to at least guide them towards, hey, do this or think about that. It's just they just kind of follow what I call the herd mentality. And unfortunately, that that oftentimes happens not because people are not intentioned to want to grow their wealth, but they don't really realize that just set it and forget it. And, and using that methodology is not going to deliver us to where we want to get to when it comes to long term I hate to call it wealth because wealth is relative, but wealth, long-term financial success. Yeah. So you talk about this statistic of 60 to 70%, right, of leaving your money to chance. Can you talk a little more about that and how it's affecting, you know, people's stability in their retirement? Absolutely. That, that um, statistic is, is, we arrived w- to that conclusion based on hundreds and hundreds of cases where we work with clients and, and our methodology is grounded. The approach that we take is grounded in three kind of core pillars. One of the pillars is this notion of taxes. Almost everyone focuses on when they, we talk taxes, they'll focus on you know taxes when we reach retirement. But what we're finding is, especially with higher income individuals, there is a problem, the problem of taxation today. And it we're not talking, by the way, we're, we are not talking about tax avoidance. We're talking about truly understanding that those individuals, they work hard, they, they're they out there, uh, whether it be beating the pavement or, or working with, with clients and or patients. And the last thing that they're focused on is understanding what is it that I can do to minimize my taxes today. And what we're finding is that when individuals are focused, truly actively focused on tax planning versus just tax filing, they can easily save anywhere between 30 to 50% in taxes. Again, just depending on how it is that 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 strategy goes for them. The other thing that's aligned to our second pillar that we know is that generally individuals, if we if they were to project a wealth, accumulated wealth during their lifetime or by the time into into retirement, it'll project that whatever it projects. What we've realized is that when clients are intentional and they truly use a methodology that's battle tested in terms of how do we help clients make the right decisions for them as to how, why, and where they're investing the money, what we've seen is that clients typically will start projecting anywhere closer to two to two plus times over what it is that they would have projected before. So think about that in terms of numbers. If somebody's projecting half a million or a million or $2 million, what would that look like if we were to project two times? That automatically becomes multiplied. And then last but not least, what we know is that most of the individuals out there that are simply just thinking, 
I'll be okay in retirement, or they're asking the questions of question, will I be okay in retirement? Or maybe their whole focus is simply the 401k is just the IRA is whatever it is, the one or two, I hate to call it trick pony that they're leveraging. Oftentimes, what we end up seeing is by the time they reach retirement, oftentimes they do not change the strategy, the same strategy that got them to retirement is not the same strategy that they're going to going to leverage or they're going to want to leverage to start benefiting from that wealth that they've created. And so generally, even there, without doing things correctly, individuals can easily leave anywhere between 30 to 40, 30 to 50% additional income in retirement. And we're talking about years upon years. And so when we're looking at kind of the overall financial picture for clients, that 60 to 70% is is a very conservative way to say, hey, if we don't do things and we don't approach it from the right angles based on what is needed and what is a must for the client based on their specific situation, all of that money is unfortunately going to find ways out of our pockets through cracks and holes that we don't even know exist. Uh, sounds like a huge missed opportunity. And we'll get into some of the kind of concrete strategies in a couple of minutes. I'm curious if you can share any success stories of, you know, people you've worked with, clients in your circle who have transitioned from what you would call a cookie cutter plan to a more personalized financial strategy. Absolutely. As a matter of fact, one of the examples that jumps to mind because of, of our target audience here um, is actually a physician, a physician family that that we work with. Just one of the things that we did, one of the strategies enabled this particular client to shift part of their income in retirement from where it used to be to increase it by almost 50% year over year. And so when we're thinking about that, if you were to think about that in, in the context of let's just say you have one particular asset class or one particular fund that will give you $100,000 in retirement on a on an annual basis. What would that look like if instead of $100,000, you got 150 out of the same pot of money, just realign it so that it actually gets maximized for, for the time when you actually deploy those assets, those funds, to help you in retirement because that's the that's the reason you worked so hard for them in the first place. So that's a great example of something that's very tangential that when we looked at the numbers, 50% is is high, but in this particular situation, it's it was 50% over the cookie cutter approach. And so it, it's always better if we catch it than if we don't. The earlier we catch it, the better those results long-term are. So what would you say are some key elements of a personalized financial plan that can help individuals start to become more financially empowered? When we say personalized, I feel like personalized is is a word, unfortunately, that oftentimes can be overused. Um, you're going to get the, oh, you're going to get a personalized financial plan. You're going to get a personalized personal banker. You're going to get a personal this and a personal that. For us, personalized doesn't just mean that it's it's yours. It means that your situation is unique. And because of that, the methodology and the approach that you take has to equally be as unique and as customized to you and your specific needs. So if we were to think about this in more, more realistic terms, 
again, let's just say they are going to get a free financial plan, right? A customized or a personalized financial plan. You go to your personal banker and they tell you, hey, by the way, we can help you invest your money. We'll make this personal for you. You go in, they take some information. Poof, next thing you know, you have a proposal in front of you and you have to make a decision as to making some sort of a financial move. For us, what personalized means is that it truly becomes customized, like I said earlier, for the individual. There is no poof, cookie cutter, let's print out and you'll see a beautiful report. And the the question, next question is, how does this sound to you? And then we regurgitate all of the reasons why this would fit some sort of a silver bullet um, approach. And the reason we don't do that is because our belief is that individuals it's very hard for them to really understand what's happening with their money. They don't have that keen sense of, I got this. And because of that, in their minds, the next best thing is it's okay to just work with someone that will give them something that seems like it's personalized. For us, our philosophy is that we don't need them to do it on their own. But if they don't understand what their options are, how in the world are we ever going to customize it to their unique needs? So think of this from the standpoint of, you might have heard individuals that love real estate or love you know, alternative types of investments, or maybe just love the market or maybe hate the market, but they don't know what to do. A personalized approach that, for example, sits on a market chassis, meaning most of what you're going to be talking about are investments, more of the traditional investments. It's personalized, okay, because there's there are inputs in there that will spit out that beautiful form that will propose something for you to do. But does that take into account the fact that maybe you really, really enjoy doing real estate or maybe you want to get into alternative types of investments? It doesn't. And so the customized and the personalized are very different. And that's a misconception that oftentimes individuals just don't think about because they don't know that they have the option and the opportunity to understand the different solutions that are available to them. This is so valuable. And... I think the healthcare field, right? A lot of us clinic owners start out as healthcare providers and then we open a business and learn as we go, right? Uh, this financial planning, retirement planning is often not part of it. So I'm so happy we're having this conversation. And you're big on collaboration within financial teams. So I kind of look at it you know, if we step back and look at it as a collaborative healthcare team, it's very similar. And why would we want your, why would you want your healthcare providers collaborating on your behalf? Well, because you can get better faster. Why would you want your financial team collaborating on your behalf so that you can get to your goals faster? So how can individuals ensure that their financial team, let's say, okay, they're ready. They're going to get they're going to go get a financial team around them, right? How can they ensure that that team is really working together towards their personal goals? First of all, I commend you and commend everybody else out there that that one day said, I'm going to open up a practice because congratulations, you can and you should, but it's hard. Just like you said, it's really hard because the last thing that you're focused on is how am I going to be okay in retirement, right? We're thinking we're going to build a bit practice. Maybe we'll sell it and it'll be, we'll, we'll be fine. I put that in the category of we're putting all of our eggs in one basket. And I can't tell you how many situations we've seen 
across medical providers, but also uh, other industries as well, where folks put everything they had in the, that business bucket and think of COVID. COVID was a great example where a lot of people lost everything over something that they had no control over. And so a big philosophy of mine personally is we need to make sure that first and foremost, we do everything for that we need to do for the business because that's kind of like our baby, but we need to also take care of of our house, financial house speaking. So kind of coming back then to the idea of the financial team, I wish I could tell you there's a silver bullet for that one, but unfortunately there isn't which is the reason why when we realized that it was it's such a problematic situation for individuals to not have the financial team working we identified this need and and we operate under under what i called the quarterback model where we truly are the quarterbacks for our clients not everybody qualifies to work with us and that's okay we're not for everybody but the people that we end up working with one of the things that we found is that they'll have a lot of diff- different types of investments they'll have in many cases multiple businesses or multiple businesses across the household and the question is how in the world do we bring together the financial house the accounting house the tax house, the legal house, because oftentimes, just to give you an example, even if we're talking about attorneys, every attorney that we talk to will have their own unique area of expertise. And oftentimes what we see is that clients, for example, they'll have a tax problem. This is a real case example. Client has a major tax problem. Business attorney says, do this, this, that, and the other, and you'll be fine. CPA says, absolutely not. If you do that, you're going to absolutely void this entity structure that was put into place to help you with taxes, which yes, the entity structure, you know, makes it a little bit more cumbersome, but that's why you have the team. The tax attorney comes back and says, oh, I don't know. I disagree with what both of you guys are saying. The CPA, he's over oversimplifying things. The business attorney, he should be thinking about these other things. And so that's a perfect example that we just recently went through and we see it all the time where it took multiple meetings that happened behind the closed doors without the client even there with the business attorney, with the tax attorney, with the CPA to say, okay, we got to get to a common denominator. I need you guys to think about all of these things based on what you all said. And we need to come up with a solution. And only when that was there, when those solutions were there to be able to offer, to, to bring in the client and say, okay, dear client, all, we've got all these people on the phone. We're going to, they're going to be presenting the options that they believe jointly from all of these areas of expertise are going to work together for you. Guess what? It was not what the business attorney said. It was a combination of what the CPA and the tax attorney had said. And that's just one example. Most of the time, especially when we're dealing with physicians, what we hear all the time is I asked, I asked my CPA to talk to my financial advisor, or I asked my financial advisor to talk to my CPA. And that was a request, like a one-time request, but that, that shouldn't even be a request. That should just be there. And so part of that quarterback approach that we have right now, for example, we have a client who is working with the CPA. And the only thing the CPA can do is tell the client every single email that goes through is, oh, we can do that. It'll be an additional charge. And so after much guidance that was provided to the the CPA, he clearly isn't getting it. What happened? Because the client trusts us, 
I got an email over the weekend saying, I can't bear with this anymore. We already knew that that was happening. And we have other CPAs that we've worked with together in the past to say, okay, here's here are the people that can handle your type of business, that have expertise in your type of industry. Let's interview them. We'll be the bridge for that, the connectors for that. And you get to decide which one of those folks you actually resonate best with. So this goes beyond just, you know, who is it that should be on our financial team? But when problems arise, how do we deal with them? Because it takes us right back to it has to be communicated. It has to be collaborated. Because if it doesn't, it ends up costing us a ton of money. I love this so much. We need more of this everywhere, especially for healthcare businesses. And I think a lot of times, even as individuals, we don't really think that this could be an option. And I think people have this experience in healthcare too, before they find a place that actually collaborates on their behalf. They don't think it's an option for their healthcare team to talk to each other on their behalf. And so why would we think it's an option for a financial team to actually be in communication to support our best interests? So I'm a big fan of what you're doing. And I think this is so valuable. It's not part of the model, Kendall. That's that's the challenge that we're running into, right? In either industry, on the medical side or on the financial side. And I get goosebumps because we have a lot of family members that are physicians and experts in their individual fields of, of, um, of medicine. And what we know is that, and what I know having grown up with a lot of doctor friends of my parents around us, is that there's nothing worse than a physician going in and saying, hey, this is my area of specialty, but I think this is what's wrong with you versus saying, hey, this is my area of specialty. I know you are. We've worked together for all these years. I think this might be a situation that we need to be looking into. Allow me, let's bring on such and such expert, make it a referral. It's okay. Or bring in a couple of two different other opinions, two or three different other opinions so that the client can actually get a comprehensive view at their individual ailments and, and situations. It's the same thing with the financial side. People aren't incentivized. And, and on the financial side, I would say it's even worse because folks are not incentivized financially to actually work together. Sometimes you bring in somebody else and they're going to be very threatened over the fact that, hey, the money's moving. And because of that, they're losing part of their commission or their fee base or whatever, however it is that they get paid. And so it incentivizes, I hate to call it, but the wrong behaviors at times. Yeah. And who ends up losing more on that? The client. Yeah. So let's say our listeners are are uh, tuning in and they're they're on board, right? But what do they do next? So what would you say are top the top three things individuals can do to kind of make up for lost time, right? Now that we've had an epiphany, we need to start thinking about this. How can they start to catch up on their retirement savings? The first and foremost, and this is a, a soft one, if you have had that epiphany, is to take action. If you do not take action, here's what's going to happen. Another week, another month, another year will go by, and two, three, four years down the road, you'll it'll be something along the lines of, I wish I would have, because if at that point in time you end up working with the right team and you end up looking at how much that lost time has cost you, it will just make it worse. The other thing on the plus side of that is 
we've all made mistakes. We all got really busy going through education, building businesses, working and building our careers. And oftentimes when we look and then we have that epiphany, we start beating ourselves so badly that it hurts us, right? So on one hand, we need to take action. On the other hand, we realize, and now it, it feels like we're, we're dying on the inside because we should have, could have, would have, but we didn't. And so it puts us, whether the notion puts us or we put ourselves in the corner of shame, we're there and we're not making it better for ourselves. So what I tell folks is give yourself permission and just don't look back at, at your situation with regret. Look forward to, towards the future knowing that you have opportunities that maybe you didn't know. It's always better late than ever. And chances are the same things that we talked about, if you didn't hear th about them before, that's okay. Guess what? Look at the fact that here on, on the Wellness uh, Creators Podcast, you heard about it and it's an opportunity for you to do something. And then the other thing that I would say is oftentimes individuals will say, I have a him or I have a her. And my guidance to them is, don't ever put all of your trust in a him or a her, regardless how good these individuals are. At the end of the day, it's your money, it's your wealth, it's what you worked to acquire, uh, accumulate so hard. It's okay to have relationships and to trust that they're doing the right thing for you, but you should never just trust that somebody's going to do it in the same way that will resonate with you. Because whether it's risk, whether it's type of asset, whatever it is, whatever the consideration is, if it's not in alignment to who you are, someday you will get to live with the regrets and there's nothing worse. So don't, don't distrust that you have someone. Think about how can we get that team of experts talking. And for those that are listening and are serious, they can always book a call with us and we can listen to where they're at, what questions they have and direct them in the right on the right path. Unicia, this has been an absolute pleasure. Let's tell the listeners how they can find you. And then you also have a giveaway for everyone who's tuning in. Absolutely. So they can find us on social media. It's generally pretty easy. You'll see my name posted, Unicia Bread. Um, if you look for my name, most of what we do online is business related. You can also, um, for that giveaway, which honestly, if you do that, it will give you an opportunity, very easy opportunity to just book a call with us, either myself or one of our strategists, is to go to our website. It's www.empoweredfinancialplanner.com forward slash pitfalls. And that will also probably be in the show notes. So you can just easily click on it. It's a very easy white paper read um, that will bring you awareness. It, it, like I said, super easy, but it'll bring a lot of awareness in terms of what are different things that maybe you might've even thought about, but you never really thought that they have relevance. And once you realize how much relevance they could have, it'll just make that future journey for you that much more enjoyable. Inicia, thank you so much for being here. It was my pleasure, Kendall. Thanks so much for listening to the Wellness Center Creators Podcast. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Please visit our website at wellnesscentercreators.com for more show notes and additional episodes. Plus, if you do have time, please subscribe to the podcast and please consider rating and reviewing the show. That will help other people find us. 
Thanks again for listening and we'll catch you next time on the Wellness Center Creators Podcast.